0: Hey, I'm your host, Kayla, and this is our time to find our peace. In this episode, we'll welcome a brave guest to share her personal journey through the challenging terrain of body dysmorphia and eating disorder. We'll find out if she has healed and gotten better or if she is still struggling today. Trigger warning. The rest of this episode, will talk about eating disorder, weight numbers, self-harm, and abuse. Trigger warning. Welcome to our time to find our peace. We have Nadine with us today. Thank you, Nadine, for coming on the podcast. No problem, love. If there's something you don't want to talk about, just let me know. We can change the question. Perfect. Okay. Can you start us off with where it all started? Um, usually, there's a trigger for these things, and mm-hmm. we might not even notice it. So, how long have you been struggling with your eating disorder?
1: Back in two thousand seventeen, I was in eighth grade, and it was like kind of trendy that um girls go on a diet. So I was like one of these girls, at least like Arab girls, at least like after that um. Like, we would usually eat and then go go and play, and then we would run around. And, like, it was fun. It was just, like, we didn't take it seriously. Innocent. Yeah. But anxiety comes in, and then, like, one of my friends, like, commented on the food that I eat. It wasn't, like, a really bad comment. She was joking. But me being, like, anxious, I stopped bringing food to to school. Yes, yeah. I, I stopped bringing food to school, and then it just escalated from there like for years straight I wouldn't eat at school and that kind of made it a habit for me to like wake up like at seven until four with no food and then come back home and maybe wait a couple more hours with no food as well and then maybe eat at the end of the day at the end of like the day then that kind of changed my appetite so as time went by, I started hating the food that my mom made or, like, any kind of food. Like, it doesn't really matter. I just didn't like food as much. I was, like, I become, I became a really picky eater.
0: It, food just became disgusting to you.
1: Yeah, it was, like, not what I want, what, not what I like. It doesn't feel good when i eat it it smells the texture
0: so would you say that your friend's comment is what caused
1: no i wouldn't say caused it because that's i would say it's anxiety that caused it Mm -hmm. because realizing eating in front of a lot of people is too much for me to handle i'd rather not eat in front of people than eat in front of people
0: and how has that been for you recently like How has eating in front of people, like, how do you feel now eating in front of people? Has it gotten better?
1: It still makes me anxious. I don't like it. I don't specifically like it. But sometimes there is, like, I don't have a choice. Like, last time, like, for example, last week when my friend got me the food, I really couldn't say, oh, okay, no, no, I, I don't want it anymore. Like, it's really disrespectful since she paid for it. So I got it. And I just
0: ate it. So you ate it out of just, you know, you felt bad. Yeah. But not because you were hungry or you wanted to eat. Yeah. Okay. How did the eating disorder escalate to body dysmorphia? And when you started to eat less, did it go as far as bulimia?
1: It's a very complicated thing. So for me, because it's been a while with my eating habits, And it was without the supervision of my dad. I would say my dad specifically because he wasn't in in the house, in, like, in home. It was, like, he was back in Gaza. And so my mom stopped um, really, like, trying to feed me. And then after that, they came back. So it was kind of an up and down, up and down kind of thing. They tried to feed me. They tried. He tried. But it was mostly forced because I was afraid if I didn't eat then he would get mad at me. After that, it kind of like he kind of got the idea that I, I'm really uh, I'm a picky eater or like I just don't want to eat. So, he kind of stopped for a while and then I worked. This is what, where it actually kind of escalated like really badly. Um I worked at a summer camp and it was like one week that I got paid for and the rest were volunteer for school. So the last week I didn't eat for three days and was kind of I wasn't I wouldn't say I was like bragging about it. I was just saying because it's also like another effect of eating disorders where you kind of say, oh, yeah, I didn't eat that much today. I'd like I didn't eat. It's a way of saying, yeah, you want approval, like you want validation or like a permission from someone to tell you to go to eat. And you also want someone to be worried about you, something like that. It's like it's a whole mental thing. But anyways, after like not eating for three days, I kind of was like, Hmm, maybe I should weigh myself, which was I kid you not. it was the biggest mistake of my life. Like so far it was one of the biggest mistakes because um trigger warning, I'm gonna say my how my weight dropped. So uh, when I stepped on the scale, I'm okay, I am 170 five, five feet seven and that's pretty I wouldn't say pretty tall for a girl, but that's tall. My weight dropped to forty eight kilograms or one 110 pound yes that's high risk. yes it was really this is i wouldn't say maybe it's the lowest i've been i've been down but that also put so much pressure on me to keep that weight so that meaning excessive exercise not eating like i tried so hard not to eat that i went a week with just picking like crumbs like with crumbs of food like, just eat it and go on with my days. After a week of literally, like, just picking on crumbs or, like, little food, um, at the end was like, hey, mom, I have I, like, I have a craving for Snickers. Do you have any Snickers? She was like, yeah, I do. Take it. I took it from her, realized what I was doing. I'm taking a Snickers, like, too much calories, like chocolate, sugar, all the fat. And I was like, okay, never mind. And I went back to my room crying because it was really tiring um not eating for a week and I can't even get myself to eat something as a snicker. So it kind of rose up binge eating, which binge eating is like a whole different problem with eating food even if you're not hungry, you don't like it, nothing. It's going on for 6 months. It has been going on for 6 continuous months of trying not to eat and then binging at the end of uh, at the end
0: of it. It's like you would take the food, you your mind would start thinking about all these things, what it could do to you, and then you would just stop. But it wasn't your body, your body was hungry, wasn't it? or It was hungry, but I had a, I, had a,
1: I have a strong will. I had a strong will of not eating. Like it was genuinely so surprising. I even have a list for you of the things that my eating disorder made me do. And able to be it like to be able to feel skinny or like lose weight like I admired to be like bony. It was very unrealistic that's first it's very dangerous but I really wanted to just feel
0: like it feel it be part of part of that dynamic was it like you were seeing things on social media and and being that skinny was being pranced around all over and it's like it was just you wanted to feel a part of a community feel like attention that sense of need or you know people would like to be like you
1: people actually told me that they they think my body is like they want to reach my body goal
0: which did that make things worse
1: it kind of did because I told them you don't know what I've been through to be able to reach my body, and I'm not even satisfied. So you coming here thinking that you can reach my body is putting so much pressure on me to keep that body, first of all, and maybe lose more weight so we can, so I can influence more people. And that's the thing with eating eating disorder. No matter how much the number drops, it never satisfies you. I could I could be dead. And wouldn't, wouldn't satisfy me with the number I'm, I was dead at. There's a situation where, as I kid you not, know, it kind of made me, like, realize how really dangerous that is, is when I went to, I was, because I was drinking so much energy drinks and eating so much spicy food because of binge eating, um, it kind of, up my stomach. It really messed it up so I had to I have to be, I wouldn't say hospitalized, I had to go to the ER. And after going to the ER, um, I had to take a, an IV and they told me that I have ulcers and I have a bacteria in my stomach because I'm eating too much I'm eating too much spicy food, I'm drinking too much energy drinks. Before going to the ER, I had a three days with no eating. this time not even crumbs, just no eating. And that wasn't just an e- eating disorder thing. It was also the, the ulcers. And me, I told my mom that I feel something that is wrong. And if I didn't, if at the time my eating disorder got the best of me, if I didn't tell my mom that I feel something is wrong, right now I would have been dead because I would have just skipped on losing weight, not eating, exercising, keeping like my daily activities and just drop the weight and possibly be dead because I my eating disorder got the best of me saying no don't tell anyone that you feel like there's a problem but I did tell my mom I told her because there's a a, a crave for attention so bad that I wanted it that made me tell her like I wanted attention you wanted help. Help. I was like there's a there's something I was like no you're gonna tell her it, it was like a horrible time horrible time
0: it's like you you wanted her attention but you didn't want to tell her because you wanted to continue what you're doing yeah but at the same time you want help i tried to get help before i tried to go to counseling but it was hard it
1: wasn't helping i wouldn't say it was hard it wasn't helping it was just i would go there like once a week talk about why uh, talk about my feelings with the food and how we pr- improved, gotten bad it was just pointless to me i'm like i know i'm not gonna listen to anyone i normally only listen to what whatever i think so I don't know why, why this, what I'm, why, why am I even trying? It was fake. It was like, you go there and then yeah. it's just... It, was, it wasn't really my choice. It just one of my teachers, my English teacher, God bless him. He saw something I wrote and he got really worried. And like said, it was like, but I think he should go. And I went. I would say even though he intended good, it just didn't help me that much.
0: You said that you, you, you told your mom, would you say that, would you say your family made things worse or made things better? Oh, they made things way worse.
1: Listen, no bash to my family, but they actually made it so hard for me. Especially having sisters and having a dad that keeps telling me every time I eat a chocolate, keeps telling me, um, you're going to get fat and when i tell him but i'm already skinny trying to acknowledge like tell myself yeah you're skinny it's fine you can eat the chocolate but i told him but i am skinny i'm already skinny enough and he would say well yeah you don't have to get fat then so that's one. Second, there's like a thing with my sister at least my second sister my other sister is married she's on her own she's pregnant god bless her but my other sister she kind of turned it into a competition Who's gonna be the skinniest of us? She would think it's always her, which I give her, like, I, I generally don't care, but she makes it a competition. There's like so many incidents that I caught her just putting me and my self esteem down just for her to get a laugh and to feel skinnier than me. And that was like, for example, uh, she told me, Hey Nadine, do you, uh, do you want this suit? I told her, hey, yeah, I want it. But right now, I'm just like, I'm not really comfortable. I feel like I've gained weight. And guess what she said? I was like, well, it needs someone who gained weight. It needs some put on weight to be able to fit in because it didn't fit her. I was her, okay, I told, I literally told, fuck you. And then next thing I know, it was like a volume a moment because it was a binge eating moment. And it was me finally opening up just out of just wanted to open up thought she was my sister. She's going to help me apparently not and then every time I look at my sister I just remember her talking about me from behind my back shaming me shaming me for just for her amusement and her for all for, for her own self-esteem and I'm like what did I do to you Adele? it was not my fault
0: she's body shaming you and you're already dealing with body issues
1: yeah and she knows that here's the thing she knows that and she's
0: been through it she made a competition do you think it was like really bad in her head to the point where she was like I have to be the skinny one, I have to do this, like, her mind was, you know, it's not just, like, the competition, like, she was trying to make fun of you, but do you think that she was really struggling with the worst, like, in her head? I think she was
1: also struggling with the same thing that I did. Um, I wouldn't say it's worse, because I've been burging, burging means vomiting everything that I eat, I've been self-harming. I was actually, like, cutting myself after, like, I noticed that the more I cut myself, the less I eat. And I used to go excessive exercising and all that. For her, all what she did, just either not eat or just go to sleep and, like, sleep her hunger off. That's it. So you can... I'm I'm not saying, okay, now it's a competition. Who's sicker? No, it's not. But you can tell who's more competitive and who's more kind of sick and tired of all of this, which uh, I don't tell her any of that. Like I do not
0: generally never in my life ever, ever commented on her body in any way. Cause you didn't want to make things worse for her. And it's like, you don't like when someone does it to you, you already, you're already struggling enough. So
1: I didn't even care. I didn't yeah. even care how she looked like. It just,
0: it was just so exhausting. Besides your family, has it, affected your relationship with friends did did they notice did any did they know did anyone notice
1: yes they noticed um my my friend noticed she was like okay we're worried that you're gonna die and then we're gonna have to bury you because you don't eat enough and you're not you're really depressed and you're self-harming and all that um I think, um, I think, yeah, that's it, I don't, because every time I go out, I make it a whole mission for me not to bring food up, not to bring anything about food, like, even if I was hungry, even if my, my stomach crumbles and all that. I wouldn't bring the, the topic of food up. I would still eat outside, but if it was with people, I wouldn't like, it, here's the thing. Yes, I'm afraid to eat in front of people, but yes, I also want to eat with people because if I, if I eat alone, if, if I was the only person eating and then there's like my friends, it will, it will really uh, be like, okay, I'm eating too much. Maybe I should stop eating. And also it's a way for me to compare how much I'm eating compared to everyone else. So and it also describes me for everything around me so like it's no like no one is actually
0: watching me in your mind it's like I can't I'm not I can't eat too much and I can't eat too little cuz then more people will question it or it's you're looking at how your friends are eating and you're like okay I need to eat the same amount that they're eating
1: less than they're eating less than they're eating less than they're eating like way less than they're eating I'm trying to find someone to tell me to eat because if they tell me I would I would do it just because they told me and not because, like, not because I told myself. So if
0: someone tells me, it feels less guilty. I, I, I understand. it. I hear what you're saying. It's like someone tells you, then it's okay. But if it's you in your head, then you feel like, oh, maybe I shouldn't. And you're second-guessing yourself.
1: I still second-guess myself even when someone tells me. But it feels less guilty when someone tells me and I'm just following whatever they said.
0: Did it come to a point where you start taking medication to help you stop or to help you to eat? No,
1: but I kind of did the opposite of that. Uh, my mom had pills. she wanted to lose weight but she didn't know how to. and she kind of tried to rely on pills um, that makes you lose weight. and I used to take them I used to take them behind her back, her back and just in order to lose way more weight which I don't know if it actually like worked or not honestly I don't see the pills anymore I think they threw it out also for I think the only medication that I try to take for to make myself eat is for what is it the ulcers the ulcers and the stomach uh, problems and it uh, I stopped it wasn't really helping but I stopped because there was like a really really bad aftertaste which I could not handle how would how
0: did how did it affect you? Affect How it affected you mentally? You became super depressed and self-harming yourself. For this, it... How can I say it? It made me
1: cut myself. It made me hate myself. It made me not want to be here. It was one of the lowest points of my life. Ugh. I didn't try to end my life because of it. I just... It was just trying every day to eat less which made it so much pressure it would took take me like it took a lot of experiences out of uh, like out of my life it was it was a a very difficult routine it was a very very difficult way of thinking about stuff and it would just it was uh, every day it just gets depressing I would cry at night because I wanted to eat something but then I couldn't, or I would cry at night because I'm trying to sleep the hunger off, or I would just sleep randomly in the day because I'm I'm hungry but I don't want to eat. Or like I'm trying not to eat. It was so much it was just it was You were in pain constantly. Yeah, yeah. Physically and mentally, all of it. Like I could feel pain in my in my stomach and also not eating on a lot actually almost I wouldn't say almost gave me heart pain but it actually like made my heart it made it beat slower because there's not enough blood in the stream like not enough nutrition and like circulated around my body so the heart had to the heart has to work double as hard but it's also slowed down because it's trying to make me go through the day and it was really hurt my my mom tried to, like, get me to eat after taking me to the doctor and figuring out why
0: I'm tired. Do you feel like you've gotten better? Has it been a while since? Are you improving every day? Are you just taking one step at a time? If you, wanna be, if you want to be, me to
1: be honest, no. I'm kind of in the middle of relapsing right now, honestly. It, it's um, The last time I purged, it wasn't really my choice. It was just me being sick. Um, I purged everything I ate um like it kind of clicked something in in me that purging is just not it for me but right now recently i've been rethinking of everything that i eat it started this week but the weeks before it was i would say i was on a good stream go strike of eating every day eating at a certain time have taken my medication and everything was good but i don't know what triggered it recently here's the thing you don't know what triggers it there's a lot of things that could trigger it so i i i kind of got triggered um into thing into like wanting to eat less into wanting to purge into wanting to not like go back to the lifestyle that i was at even even if i know it was really depressing it was really hard i just did it anyway i wanted to do it anyways so i'm trying not to not do that right now because i know how Fucking difficult that is it was it's it never gets easier by the day that i talk about it it never gets easier like i'm like right here if i want if you want i can read it i don't mind by by the way like so many things that i did that it just doesn't make sense it doesn't really make sense it made sense to me because okay there's a uh, there's a there's a goal and there's a cause the cause doesn't matter how uh, what's the consequences of it as long as I'm getting to the goal. So I'm just going to get to my list. Yeah, so it's, it's titled Things My Eating Disorder Made Me Do. The first one, every time I read it, I read it and remember it. I kid you not. It just doesn't make any sense. It shocks me to my core. I'm finding a way to get a tapeworm into my system after hearing one or two stories about how two girls lost weight because of it imagine that get it a tapeworm tapeworm. like looking for ways to get tapeworm into my system into my stomach into my organs and having it eat me alive just because i heard a story or two about it never gets easier that's what i that's what i mean was like it was okay now that you're hearing it what what was your first life if you don't mind me asking you
0: i would say it kind of makes sense because the tapeworm eats you from the inside out, which causes you to lose weight, become skinnier and skinnier.
1: I told you that, like, even before you knew I was, I, I had an eating disorder. Like, wh- what would you think? What was, wh- when oh, like, if you had the thought, what's your first reaction would be? Why?
0: Exactly. Like, it just doesn't make sense. Because you're endangering yourself. Because mm-hmm. the tapeworm, I don't know if there's really, is there a way to stop it? There is have to do go through surgery and they have to take it one by one. Yeah, which is a whole lot of work and also money. So I feel like that's just you're you basically choosing death. Basically. What is
1: this one looking for ways to get sick. But that by that I mean I wasn't like sick flu or sick uh, uh, I want to just rest. It was cancer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was we tried to get myself to have cancer so i can feel skinny like because chemotherapy you lose weight you don't feel like you want to eat blah 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 yes that's the kind of sick i was talking about and i was eating you know, 500 a day and was still excessively exercise and make myself to exercise burn 900 calories a day which it's a lot it's really a lot like if, if you want to work out that means it's hours of working out It took me four hours just to get to at least, like, 800. And then the rest of
0: it, I'm just walking it off. Why do you still have it? Is it a reminder of, like, where you were at before and what not to go back to? Or do you think you have it there so that you can go back to that?
1: I would say I have it here because I was overthinking everything, especially when it comes to food problems. And I was kind of wondering... I keep remembering, okay, remember the time when I had this and I I did this? I just tried to write it all out. And it's a lot, as you can see here. It's it's really a lot. Do you love yourself? Right now, yes. That's why I'm trying to fight it so hard with everything in me. Physically, mentally, I'm trying, really trying so hard to fight it every day. Like, not comparing myself to other girls, not comparing... I used to compare myself to children as well, so I'm trying so hard not to be like that. I'm Trying to, once I say go back to normal, but at least go back to a point where I am comfortable in my own skin.
0: So you're slowly finding that self-love. What advice would you give to others who are going through the same thing?
1: My advice is, once you notice it, reach out. Reach out. Reach out to a counselor at school. Yes, it did not help me, but it might help you, because it's just someone different. You're different than me going through something different so go to your counselor if you trust your family talk to your family talk to your friends and just keep an open mind about everything losing weight is not the end of the world honestly it's not it there is so many ways so many healthy and better ways you can do it but I advise you to just love yourself first love yourself in your own skin first and then try to make yourself better because if for any any occasion that you have to go back to the way you were after you worked hard and getting better, you're not going to love yourself the way you were if you didn't love it before. That's exactly it. That's, that's something I wish I, I kind of knew before
0: if all this started. If you're listening to this podcast back at 15 years old, 16 years old, what do you wish someone had said or had done for you? I would
1: say... I wish someone listened instead of take action because most like 99% of people when they were like trying to make me eat food but they were not trying to listen to me why I don't want to eat no one listened like honestly like no one even if they ask okay but why that's not a question you can ask you like you just sit down with me and talk then maybe you will figure out why
0: that is the end of this episode you can check out nadine's own podcast it's called a long time after midnight where can we listen to it spotify you can
1: find it on spotify sounds good thank you so much for having me no problem
0: thank you for coming on that's all for this episode and i hope you can remember that everyone is different you don't need to try to look or act like someone else because you're perfect just the way you are And the sooner you realize that, the happier you'll be. Remember that everyone has their own pace, and healing takes time. So it's okay if you're not ready, because the day that you are will be one of the best. I'm your host, Kayla, and this is our time to find our peace. Please stay tuned for more episodes to come.